Hello, hello, everybody. You are listening to Jackie's Heart Podcast. This is Caitlin Joyce. So today's episode, we are going to talk about three specific things. I've got ADHD, so it might it might tangent on or something. But we're going to talk about one relationships relationships that you have with yourself. Uh, number two, relationships that you have with the dead. And number three, relationships you have with those who are no longer your friends. And they all kind of tie in together with the story because this is kind of what I, in my mind, I kind of just, you know, created a whole scenario of like how these things fit together. So I'm going to kind of tell you guys about a story. So let's dive in. So we're going to talk about these three things, you know, relationships, relationships that you have uh, with the dead, relationships you have with people who are no longer your friends, and relationships with your freaking self, okay? All of these things are very important, and they're going to happen whether you want them to or not, okay? You're with yourself every freaking day. You're the only one that's 100% with yourself, okay? And you might want to, you can try to escape it. I know we all have outlets, like, you know, that's why there's so many issues in this world with coping mechanisms and alcohol and drug abuse, blah, 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 because really and truthfully, that is a coping mechanism of how to handle a relationship with yourself. Because you can't get away from yourself, so what do you do? You get away from yourself the best you can, but that's not healthy. So, I mean, I've made it my goal this year to strive to respect my own personal boundaries as if I'm another person sitting next to me, as if like I took myself, okay, cloned myself and there I am sitting next to me, right? And you know, here I am saying, hey, this is what I need. This is what I need from us, as in me. Please respect these boundaries. So that relationship you have with yourself, freaking key. You can't get rid of it. You can try all you want, but it ain't gonna work. So love yourself deserve yourself. I have a phrase I say, I would never date me because I deserve better. And that thought is kind of hard to comprehend, but what it basically means is I know my worth. I know what I deserve. And I also know that I'm not perfect. So I deserve better. I deserve better is what I'm saying me as if I'm a person sitting next to me that's also me that person deserves better so until I can be able to look at myself and say I would date me because I am worthy and deserve me and it's not a bad place to be in when you say that you deserve better because I know my worth it's a bad place to be in when I sit there and say I don't deserve shit then you're not trying and you have no self-worth. So my goal this year is about my mental health and respecting my own self so that I can be proud of myself and want to be able to absolutely say with 100% certainty that I'm doing my very best to respect my own boundaries. So most recently, I'll just tell you guys a story. Basically what happened is and let me just also say, you know what, free free speech. This is a podcast that I'm making. So I mean no harm to anybody or anybody else, but this is my my way of being able to freely speak and I can do so respectfully. Um so recently I went to an independent film uh meetup. 
with one of my buddies, a few of my buddies. Um, and it was, you know, something I was willing to try. Like, you know, something sounds kind of cool. Went there and immediately I was just not feeling it at all. It was not my vibe. It was not my gig. And since my number one goal this year is respecting my own mental health and my own relationship with myself, I knew that this was not something I could give myself to. So I kindly told the individual, the director, whoever, hey, you know, I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for inviting me and giving me this opportunity. But genuinely, this is not something that I can see myself giving myself to. I cannot see myself dedicating time, energy, and also I just don't want to. It's not for me. And, you know, me saying that, it's kind of uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And I expected, genuinely expected a better response from this person. Uh, Which, you know, I can't control anybody else. So he said, no, you're not wasting our time. You stay here. It's all good. At that point, I felt trapped. Like, like this is like a Joe Goldberg moment. (laughs) And I'm like trapped in this box. So I was like, well, shit, okay, I got to create a whole fake emergency now because I just respectfully said, hey, you know, y'all are doing great because they are. I mean, that's awesome. Awesome project that you're doing. Okay, I'm proud of you guys. I'll be a huge fan, but not for me. So at that point, I had to stand up for myself. And what did I do? I called on my grandmother. And basically, I stood up and said, hey, guys, I'm so sorry I got to go. My grandma, she passed. So I just got up and left. I didn't stay to witness the reactions and whatnot. Not my problem. Not, not my issue. And left. Like, that was option B, though. Like, that wasn't option A. That was, never, that was never my first plan of action. You know, my first plan of action was, hey, be respectful. Explain to this person that you are not feeling it, that it's not for you. Well, when that didn't work, I had to let them know my grandma died. Well, the thing is, my grandmother has been dead since October of 2020. And the other one's been dead much longer. I don't even know when she passed. So I kind of felt like, oof, man, I'm so sorry, grandma, I used you like that. Like, but, you know, thank you. Thank you for letting me use you. Right? And... I'm, I'm very, I was very close with my, my grandmother. Uh, we shared the same middle name. Very close with her. Miss her quite often. So anyways, I go home, whatever. And since October of 2020 and even before that, my grandma has never showed up in my dreams. Never. Never, never, never. And I have the unfortunate experience of having pretty chaotic dreams. Like, a lot of people are very fortunate in life. They don't have chaotic dreams or nightmares. Uh, not me. Not your girl. Nope. I have chaotic dreams. So that night, whoa, what the heck? My grandma's in my dream. And it's, like, super realistic. Like, we're sitting there at her house in the kitchen. And it was, like, almost a lucid dream. Because I was like, yo, aren't you dead? And she was like, yeah, I am. But I uh, wanted to come here and say, hey. I was like, dope, that's awesome. Because a lot of my aunts and stuff will have, like, my grandmother show up in her dreams. And 
you know, they're super excited about it. Well, she only stayed for a minute because before she left, even though it was at her house, because the dream, she was like, I don't really uh, prefer to be in your dreams, though. They're not my favorite. Um, but she just, you know, at that point, I don't know what happened because it's a dream. But yeah, so she showed up in my dream. Cool. Kind of strange. Whatever. Next day, it was a whole sequel to the dream. Because at this point, it was an awful dream. Like, one of my family members straight up died. And then I was in the hospital in a coma and woke up and they told me, well, boom, there's my grandma again. And it's like, she didn't ever mention anything. She never said anything about the fact that I used her as an excuse to get out of something. But, like, she had that, like, side eye where I could tell she knew. And it was almost like she was basically like, listen, don't be using my name like that again. So, um, thankfully it didn't happen again because like, you know, one time, okay, two times, three times on like an issue, three times an issue, especially when you just told me you don't like to be in my dreams. And I do not blame her. My dreams are freaking wild, very wild dreams. I don't blame her for not wanting to be in them. So yeah, um, that, that right there was like, oh my God. I have never felt so, like, just scolded by my own mind, because, like, my grandma's dead. It's not like she was actually there, but it was in my dream. Everything was so realistic, you know, and she's just like, yeah, I am dead and stuff, but, like, I also was just, you know, coming to say, hey, but, like, I'm not going to pop up in here much because you got some freaky wild dreams, and, like, literally, I don't know if I was supposed to learn a lesson, but I learned my lesson, so, do not disrespect the dead, okay? Even if you're trying to respect yourself, you can respect yourself, but do not disrespect the dead. I could have come up with any other situation. Like, guys, you know what? Next time, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm sorry I got to bounce. All right, nobody died, especially not my grandmother. She's already been gone, but, you know, uh, I've just got a bad case of diarrhea, so I got to go. I got to bounce, it's really bubbling in my tummy. So I think that's what I'm going to use from now on. Like, that's still, like, respectful to myself. And it's also not disrespectful to the dead. So, uh, you know, just gotta, gotta, gotta take those things. Like, and the thing with, like, my grandmother, um, when she passed, it was, like, really, really hard on me. Because I was really close with her. But I'll feel her presence sometimes like the most random moments and it's usually like when I'm listening to a song it feels like so I'll be driving in my car right and I'll hear a song and it feels like her presence is there not like as in like a oh I can feel your presence but it's almost like okay have you ever had somebody like in your car and then they get out of your car like that moment where it was like they were just there it feels like that moment of like she was just in there or something I don't know how to explain it but it's like I know that presence is her so, you know, that's been, like, the thing that I've had with, with her going on now for two years, almost three years, I guess, or almost three years, yeah. She'll just pop up where it's, like, a brisk, like, a gust of wind where it's, like, her. I'm like, nanny. Yeah, that's what I call her. We call her nanny. But, so this is the first time she showed up straight up in my dream. It was not a gust of wind. It was not a... Someone just got out of the car kind of presence. It was like, here I am sitting on your dashboard glaring at you. And I don't even need to say anything. You better not ever use me as an excuse again. So, there's that there. (laughs) 
it was a lot. So yeah, um, definitely not going to disrespect the dead anymore. I can still respect myself, you know. Um, and, you know, I also want to talk about the fact that, like, listen, that person, you know, they did a good job, whoever it was that hosted that thing. And, you know, it just wasn't for me. Like, I'm proud of them. No shade towards them at all. At all. But, you know, number one, respecting myself. Okay, clearly I did that. I mastered that. Check mark. Did I respect my, um, my grandmother? No, I did not. So, you know, fail mark there. So, anyways, the third part about I wanted to talk about, though, is relationships you have with people who are no longer your friend. What a great, fun, freaking topic. Like, okay, so you've got, you know, relationships with the dead, and then you've got relationships with people who you wish were dead, or that wish you were dead, or honestly, that you just pretend don't exist. Man, it is so awkward seeing somebody in public that you used to be friends with, and, like, there's not even, like, a... It's just so hard for me to not see them and, like, automatically worry about every little thing that I'm doing. Like, oh my goodness, am I fidgeting too much? Are they looking at me? Do they see me seeing them? Like, do they see that I see them looking and that I see them? It's just, it's chaotic. Um, but you know what? There's a few things I want to speak about this. And this also goes along with respecting yourself. I don't care who you are, what has happened, who did what in life respect the anything that has been told to you during that friendship any trust that was given to you anything at all any secret that individual told you I don't care what they did you hold that because they told you those things while y'all were friends they didn't tell you after the fact they told you when you were their friend so no matter what it is, who it is in your life, does not matter. If So anybody listening to this right now that's no longer my friend, which is fine, you know, I get weird and creep on people too. Do not ever worry about me telling your secrets because I'm not going to do that. That's not me, okay? Now if you did some weird ass shit in public and it's like common knowledge, yeah, I might be like, listen, you know, uh, Barbara is like, yeah, Barbara loves to like, shit on the walls in public. Like, I might say that, but I'll never, ever tell one of your deep secrets. Like, if you're, like, someone who just, like, straight up, you know, ran over someone's mailbox and then, like, you know, killed their cat. Like, if you told me that in secrecy, I'll never share that. And also, I do not know anybody named Barbara that did those things. That's why I'm saying random names and random things. Um, also, I have actually done that with a mailbox on accident. It was not an accident. But anyways, moving on. So, and you know what? It was a while ago. And to be honest, like, their mailbox really was straight up peeping on the road. And like, it was a weird moment. It did fly. It was like a good seat in my rearview mirror. So it was weird. Definitely not respectful of myself or the dead mailbox. Um, and I didn't even dislike them. I didn't know them. Anyways... Anyways, so people you don't like anymore, people that don't like you. I've had this happen so many times where I like someone just fine. I think they're great. Well, I might say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or like whatever happens. Maybe I ran over your, your mailbox, whatever. And I find out they don't like me anymore. It sucks. I cry for a minute. Like I think I experience emotions too much and all at once. So it sucks. And 
this one is really hard to come to terms with for me because I will want to do everything and anything like to fix that. And it's like, come on now. I have to literally imagine that I'm sitting there next to myself. Am I respecting myself by sitting here out in a fold trying to mend this friendship? No, I'm not. So started that new trend this year where if you're not my friend anymore, that's perfectly fine. You do not owe me anything. If I have caused chaos in your life, if I have caused mental unease, or you just simply don't like me, that's fine. I accept it. I genuinely accept it. And that's something that everybody needs to understand and accept in life is that you do not get to have the satisfaction of knowing everything that goes on in everybody's mind. And if they want to stop being your friend, they owe you nothing. They do not. Is it nice? Yeah, it's fucking nice to do. It's kind. But you know what? None of us are perfect. It would have been kind of me to tell that individual, hey, I ran over your mailbox. But you know what? I didn't. So yeah, people in life have the freedom to decide you're not their friend anymore. And that goes for everybody. You owe nobody but yourself the time of day. That's just how it is. And I've accepted in my own life now that it's not your control. You know? Unless you know in your heart you did something wrong. And in that case, don't even try to fix the friendship. Just fix your damn self. Like, if you know you are being a piece of shit, and that's probably why they're not your friend anymore, change that. Fix that. Don't go bother them with it. Be thankful that you learned something from it. Move on. Become better. So. It's just. And I'll still hold on to people who were my friends that aren't now. I still cherish them for those memories. I don't hold grudges necessarily. I just. I don't forget. I don't. You know what I mean? Like I don't forget the love that was there. But I respect myself enough to not try to mend something that can't be mended. Mend? Mended? I don't know the fucking word. But yeah, so that's really all I had on this episode. I mean, it was kind of a short episode, but really just wanted to get all that out there. Thank you for listening. This has been great. I am Caitlin Joyce. You are listening to Jackie's Heart Podcast.